What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to Why I Network, where we interview every job occupation A through Z from the trash man to the CEO and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you could find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Michael Sansono now. Michael is the CEO of Smartricity, a clean tech industrial motor company. So Michael has a lot to share with us here today. So Michael, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. All right, Michael, how are we feeling today? I'm great, Kojo. Thanks. How are you? Man, I am chilling as usual. I am chilling as usual. Now, Michael, I am real, 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 real excited to have somebody on the podcast today who is in the industry of climate change. So I really, 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 really want to dive into this first question that everybody has been waiting for. Drum roll, please. And that is why, Michael, why are you the CEO of Smartricity? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. A um, little bit of a longer answer, I guess. I think, uh, you know, electric motors, first of all, are something that, um, you know, a lot, a lot of people get into. Mm. Um, you know, in my experience, I was born and raised in the industry. Uh, my family has, um, you know, pretty long legacy of electric motor based companies, both on the manufacturing side and on the repair side. Mm. Uh, and so naturally getting into the industry was kind of something I was just brought up into. Mm. Um, I think ultimately, you know, Smartricity was founded in 2016 and we started with this principle of, um, you know, how we can make the electric motor better and make the technology related to the electric motor better. Mm. And then one thing led to another. And, you know, today where we are is, uh, you know, much further along than we were in 2016, of course, but mm. that's kind of how I got to, uh, to be the CEO of the company. Perfect. 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 Now, Michael, what I want to know is, what was step one, day one for you? Like what, take me all the way back to 2016 or even further back to whatever day that you started your process. What was your process that got you here today? <laughs> I mean, we can go back to the hospital room if you want to go that far back. Um, <laughs> you know, ultimately, I think when you're raised in anything, whether it's, you know, electric motors or whatever your family business is, mm. it's kind of hard not to experience every little thing. I, I mean, maybe, um, you know, when I was younger, my mom used to take us, you know, wherever kids go, theme parks and places like that, even, you know, elevators to appointments. Mm. And, you know, we always looked for the electric motors. We always played games where we tried to figure out, you know, which brand of motor it was. Mm. Um, you know, my sisters are a lot older than me too. So they always, you know, won those games, but mm. it was from a very early age that we got to learn that. And then, you know, even younger, we started working in the shop at a pretty young age, doing mm. little jobs around the shop. And, you know, one thing leads to another. And that's kind of, I don't think it's really a realization that comes down the road. I think it's, I've known what I wanted to do for a really long time and it was just executing it. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, Michael, my next question here is, what is an average day like for you today? Mm. Uh, yeah, another great question. I mean, you know, 
being a, a CEO when you start a company and being a CEO a few years later when you're going through funding. Um, I don't know if you just checked out our, our LinkedIn page, but we've got, uh, we just announced our seed round closing. So we raised some funding there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got a lot of partnerships ongoing. So I think my day to day now is, you know, predominantly fundraising, thinking about new motor problems. We're trying to release a couple products that we're expecting to come out in the fall. Mm. Um, and so, you know, just the day-to-day surrounding that stuff. I mean, it's never a dull moment when you're uh, you're a startup company sort of um, jumping into a transition period between, you know, now we're at eight employees going up to, you know, 18 to 20. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. And that perfectly, perfectly transitions into my next question, which is, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? Um, solving problems, I guess, is a good answer. Um, you know, we, uh, we look at electric motors very differently than a lot of places do. Um, it's not just about the product. It's about what it's going into and what it does for the end use application. Mm. So I think solving, you know, really challenging climate problems, solving things like how to make things more efficient and, um, you know, using rare earth free electric motors and, um, you know, trying to improve the environment. I think that's the most exciting part because mm-hmm. I've got two kids and, you know, I'm sure their kids want a, a nice clean environment around when, when they get to grow up. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think that's probably the most enjoyable part. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. But of course, the back end of that question is, what do you enjoy the least? Uh, good question. Um, what do I enjoy the least? Uh, honestly, I don't think it's anything about the electric motor. I think it's the, the anticipation. Um, Mm. you know, I, I hate waiting for stuff. Uh, you know, my co-founders and I are all very similar in that nature where, um, you know, we want things to happen very quickly and sometimes they don't happen as fast as you want them to. So I think the anticipation of, you know, when you know, you've got a good plan and you're on the right path and you, you know, you execute well, you know, that it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when, and that anticipation of, you know, when things trigger is, uh, is a little bit of a frustration. Mm-mm-mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, Michael, this next question is my absolute favorite. And that is, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? I got to be careful because I'm sure my kids are going to listen to this at some point in time. <laughs> um, I, yeah, so I'm a college dropout. I didn't actually graduate college. Uh, I don't have a formal degree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I did a lot of sports in high school and, and through my early parts of college and, mm-hmm. you know, when sports weren't working out for me, I wasn't overly interested in school. And I think there's some careers that you definitely need the school and the grades and stuff to do. Um, mm-hmm. and I think there's other careers that, you know, maybe you don't need. Uh, I think the degree I got was, you know, growing up in the motor industry and being around my parents and my sisters and, um, you know, the shop and learning about stuff on a day-to-day basis. That's more important to me than, um, you know, a formal degree or, or anything like that. Mm-mm-mm. And I could not have answered that question any better myself, Michael. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Now, this next question, I'm going to break down just a little bit, just because this word gets tossed around a little willy nilly. And that is, what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say your impact, I mean, what are you devoted to? What is your devotion? Mm-hmm. Motors. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, 
you know, I mean, there's, there's a whole bunch of impacts around me personally and, you know, what I want to do for my family and all that stuff. I don't think that's the question you're asking. Mm. Um, you know, what, where does our business make an impact is probably a better way to look at it. I mean, I'm probably the only person on the face of the earth that has an electric motor tattooed on his chest. <laughs> um, and so, you know, electric motors are probably more important to, to me than a lot of things, especially with regards to business. So I, I hope that our motors can, you know, make an impact and that, you know, we can find solutions that um, make an impact for our clients. I think that's, you know, really important for me, um, making sure that our clients are happy and that we're, we're solving real problems, not just, you know, superficial ones. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's really important. Mm-hmm. And Michael, Michael, just before, before I even close off this excellent, excellent interview that you've been getting, you've been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long. I'm going to ask you, one little in between, one little bonus question, just because you're in the climate change game, my girlfriend told me to ask it. What is your view on paper straws versus plastic straws? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Uh, good question, though. I hate paper straws because they get soggy. Uh, mm. and I'm not a fan of drinking, you know, soggy drinks. Mm. Uh, but I also hate the impact that plastic straws have. And I'm a pretty avid fisherman outside of work. And so plastic straws are a, a nay for me. I, I think no straws is the better solution. Just use a spoon if it's like a, a f- frosted drink or something. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. I love it. I love that answer right there. You know what? I will take that all day long because I am team. I do not like paper straws because again, that, that soggy taste, I can't do it. Okay. Now that we have cleared the air and gotten that out the way, Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Michael, again, has been an excellent, excellent, excellent guest all interview long. But if there was one, just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you are in today, what would that one piece of advice be? focus on the finish line. So uh, I I think a lot of people that go through, you know, school or career path or everything like that uh, are too short sighted. Um, You know, life's not a long life. Life's not a short term game. Uh, You know, life's a very much long term game. And it's the same with business. So, um, you know, be prepared to put in the work and be prepared to, um, you know, do things that you might not like today, but are going to benefit you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I could not have put it better myself. Life is a marathon, guys. Life is a marathon. So if it's a short term decision, think twice, think twice. But if it's a long term play, stay patient, put your head down or hustle. So I absolutely love that, Michael. I absolutely love it. Now, Michael, before I let you go, I need one more thing from you. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's the Smartricity website. I don't care if it's a social media link for Smartricity. I don't even care if it's a book. Something that I can leave down in the link in the description below so that my audience can reach yours. Please, please, please promote and shout it out now. Yeah, appreciate it. You can go to www.smartricity.ca or you can check us out on LinkedIn. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And that link is down in the description below. Please, please, please don't waste any time and click that link below. Again, that is Smartricity. Hit that link below now. Again, we must thank Michael one more time for coming on the show and giving us the game. And folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope 
that me and Michael helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap.